calling any are there any vegans are there any vegans in the, uh, in the house uh, i'm looking for a uh, vegan i haven't seen any lately just joking i've only hung out with vegans the last couple weeks it's so hard to not abuse animals Oh, you beautiful vegan bastards, I love you. Fuck themselves. Go fuck themselves. This is a what we have here look what we have here a couple vegans you know today i'm in i mean i'm in the closet of the pita house today the connie house and let me tell you i found the coffee it was on the ladies floor of course which you know good for them they had the coffee we didn't there's a there's a, a men's floor and a ladies floor of the connie's house and I didn't realize that until last night that all the ladies were sleeping upstairs and all the men are sleeping downstairs I got a new a new bracelet that says save animals suck less save animals suck less i like it i think it goes with my motif i really like it you're addicted to coffee yeah you think but check it out last yesterday they gave me a mug i walked in and there was a stack of stuff at the desk where i was supposed to be you like the purple light <laughs> do you like the hedgehog do you like my hedgehog companion? His name is Herbert, Herbert the Hedgehog, and he's sitting by a water lily, which is great because, you know, back in California, I have that little pond with the water lily, and so it makes me feel a little bit like I'm at home, you know? <laughs> I'm in the closet. Who's going to tell the girlfriend? Ooh, geez, hopefully she's not. Well, she's not awake yet, so she's probably not going to know, Benji. So I walk in to the PETA headquarters, right? And it's awesome. I took lots of I took lots of video and I'm going to edit that together tonight because I needed to like, last night was my first day, so I didn't have time to edit, but it's going to happen, I promise. We're going to get into a groove and I'll have it edited and we'll upload a little bit each day so it'll be kind of like vlog style. And um, this was on there. It says, two feed two birds with one scone. Everyone thinks that's hilarious, right? And it's got two, it's got two black little birds on there. And so this was sitting on my desk. It's delicious. And these other things were sitting on the desk too. I got the book that made Ingrid Newkirk start PETA, which uh, of course I've read and I don't like Peter Singer. I've read this book maybe, I want to say 15 years ago, but mine didn't say the word now on it. It just said animal liberation. This one says animal liberation. No. So I've got the newest edition of Peter Singer's book. Should I reread it? What do you guys think? Should I reread it so we can defend backyard chickens all over again? That utilitarian piece of shit, Peter Singer. I'm not into it. Are you into it? I'm not into it, but um, this is the book that made PETA invented PETA. So I think that they've had their differences since then, but sh this was on my desk. 
friendly vegan cookbook was also on my desk. So it has two young women. One is Michelle Sane and the other one is Tony Okamoto. And uh, they seem to be having a great time. What's great about this one is lots of pictures, you know, for you know, people love the pictures. I don't think I ever, I don't really use cookbooks very often, but I like to read them because it gives me ideas, you know. I use cookbooks as more like idea books, pictures. I like ones with pictures. Then I got Ingrid Newkirk's book as well. It's about apparently a dog. No, I'm just joking. It's about a um, a rescuer. And there's a foreword in this one by Joaquin Phoenix, which if you watch the show, you probably already know that Joaquin Phoenix optioned this book and is making a movie out of it. Now, also, if you know, if you watch the show, you know how I feel about Joaquin Phoenix. Riding horses ain't vegan, homie. Anyway. I'm looking forward to reading this one actually because I haven't read it before and it's about the AL, a woman coming to America and starting a chapter of the ALF. That's what I kind of understand it to mean and kind of like the early rescue days of animal rights in America. So Free the Animals by Ingrid Newkirk. I'm actually going to read this one for sure. And then, oh, it's funny because they like gave me the, the they're give me um, Animal Liberation by Peter Singer and I was like, oh, I read that one. And, and then... And they're like, oh, there's going to be a quiz. And I went, oh, oh, but not for you guys, because you guys are on tour. You don't need to read Animal Liberation. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I read it. I could, give me the quiz anyway, you know? Just give me the fucking quiz. I want the quiz. Uh, but everyone in PETA has to read Animal Liberation, which I think is interesting. So I'm interested in hearing what other people, when other, it's kind of fun, like talking to other to be in the PETA building and everyone is vegan. So everyone I've interacted, every human being I've interacted with up until like for the last 24 hours has been vegan. I like that. I like that. You know me, I'm pro, I'm pro vegans, you know, vegan love for New Zealand, the bro Luke. What's up, bro Luke? Do I know you? I don't think we know each other. Are you a new VFF? Every day we do a live, a live show for vegans, vegans only. You're welcome to always be here. And today is my second day starting with PETA. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. So let me tell you, we um, we got into a car. We all went down to the PETA headquarters, which is about, I don't know, five minutes from where I'm staying in Norfolk, Virginia. And we roll up. And of course, we see first I see the first time I see the van or the big box truck with a big UFO on it. And that's the truck that I'll be driving across America. I'm very excited about that. I got to drive it yesterday. I'm excited. Got four hours of sleep again last night. You can't do this, Nilf. You can't do this. I only got, I got like five, six hours of sleep, but I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> anyway, so we see that we see the, the truck and um, I got to see inside of it. They're going to a couple little minor repairs, but I got to drive it around Norfolk a little bit today, yesterday, I mean. And then um, you go into PETA headquarters. And it's called the Sam Simon building. And you go in, there's a, first of all, there's the Ringling Brothers elephant outside that's like, uh, you know, they torture us and all these things. And you go into the, um, the elevator and the elevator looks like the inside of a chicken coop. And in, in the middle of the elevator, there's foot, footprints. And it says, if you want to live like a chicken, stand here for one year. Don't move. On the that's what it says on the floor of the elevator. 
it's pretty dope. And then it, the, when the doors close, everything around you is just like you're a chicken and this is your life for for one year or something like that. It's got these messages all around. Everything, everywhere you look, there's messaging that I guess it's so like when people come in, like UPS drivers or something come in, they see they see the messaging. It's cool. Mm. Then um, <laughs> then uh, inside the we we the main HR thing was in the James Cromwell room. And one of the other room, every room is named. There's like a Pamela Anderson room. There's a, I think a Peter, Peter Dinklage room, maybe. I don't know. There's always like named after these celebrity vegans, which, you know, it's cool. Um, and they had this victory wall with all of these posters that had like victory. We shut down this lab victory. We shut down this farm victory. And it's called the victory wall. And it's got all of these. And I made some video about that. And then, um, yeah, we got to drive the truck around and there's tons of, we had to watch a bunch of videos about, um, animal liberation and, and that veganism is an abolition movement and that, PETA is Ingrid Newkirk comes on the screen. She goes, we are abolitionists. I'm like, I like it. I like it that you're saying it out loud, baby. Cause I am an abolitionist and I don't like when we're all about welfare. And I know that was one of the questions that some of you were asking, should I be worried that PETA is a welfare group? And I'm like, I don't think they are. Um, some of the, some of the strategy and tactics might sometimes come off that way. And of course I worry about, I do worry about that. And, but when, during, during the training, Inger Newkirk comes up on the screen and she's like, we're abolitionists. And I thought that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Celebrity vegan should not be the main focus. Alpha sophist. I must, I don't think it's their main focus. It's like little rooms are named after them inside of headquarters. Um, I wouldn't say that they would be, I wouldn't say that that was like a, a main focus, they got. They just name in the rooms off after big donors and big famous people that they have. Uh, what's up, G? What's up, Bush One G? Thank you for watching on Twitch. <coughs> the Miley Cyrus broom closet. <laughs> yeah, the Miley Cyrus broom closet is perfect. I should move this a little bit more. I'm still learning how to manipulate. We're gonna see each other all over America, so get used to weird things. I, I'm in a. It's really echoey where I am. Because it's a, it's a, it, we're in the historic Ghent district of Norfolk, and the building's an old building, and it really echoes. So I'm a little bit worried that I'm waking people up right now. So I'm, I'm speaking into the closet. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say before. I'm not in the closet. I'm outside the closet. <laughs> the pink garbage pail. P there's a picture of pink right outside of my room on the wall. At she's like in this montage. It's a younger pink. And it's, a, it's her ad that she did for PETA against fur. And, of course, pink wears feathers. And so I, like, I want to I write something on the wall, like feather fucker or something like that. But, um, but there's a picture of pink on the wall of the PETA house. And this is the problem with celebrities, right? Like she did a PETA ad a long time ago that was anti-fur. And this latest this – latest, um, this latest tour, the summer tour that she just did, she's wearing feathers, and it's like, how do you, how do, you, how do you not have those things in your head straight? You know the irony. I know exactly, right? You're supposed to come out of the closet, and not go into it. I know, I know. 
I should decorate my house with like PETA is doing a whole fake open houses and do animal rights outreach. Yeah. Or just, or just, uh, wherever you're, you get traffic, like UPS drivers and stuff decorate your house that way. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> How much is missing for the, for the flight for veg fest right now? We're pretty good as long as, um, so Cole, I think we're $120 short of our goal, but Cole dropped a bunch of money on a live stream. I just have to wait for Google to cash out. We can't cash that out immediately. So um, right now, officially, it's 120 but actually we made our goal on the other side of the thing. So, But anything is appreciated. I still need money for Ubers back and forth to the airports and stuff. So... If you would, if you'd like to donate to the to the GoFundMe to get me to VegFest, please do. We're still begging for one hundred and twenty dollars. Um, our VFF Cole put a put a put a big thing, put a big payment down on the um, on the on the super chat, but uh, I can't cash that out immediately. I found out but that's okay. I mean, it was a huge deal. It really helped out the show. So thank you, Cole. If you're watching this, thank you, Cole. Um, alpha sophists celebrities are hypocrites and not activists true activists should be getting our attention i totally agree with you about that the problem is is that act the activists the problem is that uh celebrities already have the attention so you know that's one tactic i'm not sure i agree with i have a major problem if you watch this show you will hear me talk trash on every vegan celebrity because i don't trust them I don't trust them at all. They're always lying. They're always they're always the ones that are like Joaquin Phoenix. He's vegan and uses his time on stage to talk about animal rights when he wins the Oscar. But then in the in the next big movie he does with Ridley Scott, he's he's enslaving horses. Like, how do you hold those two things to be true? Right? Like, celebrities are problematic. There's no way around that. I totally agree with you, Alpha Sophist. But again, I am a I'm a big believer in, in promoting activism. So where's that put me? You know what I mean? Where's that put me? All right. So, uh, oh, the last thing I wanted to share was then um, we went to the lit room. And the lit room was like the epicenter of where everything is sent out from PETA. So, like, they have all this fur. So what they do, they take the fur, um, the fur program where people donate their fur and they mark it so it can't be resold and they like they make it so it's not um it's not a fashion piece anymore and they donate it to people impoverished either in the Ukraine or people who are home are, are unhoused and so they um they give them the furs so they can stay warm but it's no longer a fashion thing and i think that's pretty cool so anyway there's that and then they have like the big meal, all the vegan starter kits, but also they have all the mad sticker, like every sticker they make. So I got stickers and I got, um, I got lots of stickers. I got greeting cards and magnets. I got a poster that says I'm not a nugget. I got bookmarks and, and speciesism stickers. I got, uh, Where's my big, my, oh yeah, this is the one that I'm on. It's holographic. It says, believe, I believe in animal rights. I think that's pretty cool. This is the tour that I am on. So my, this is the logo for the abduction tour that I'm on. And the big truck just has a, has a, 
a, like a holographic finish. It's super shiny. They're like, people are going to be blinded when you're driving down the road. I'm good. They can be blinded by the, by the light. Blinded by the light. Anyway, so I got all that. And then I think this is fun because I'm going to take these on the road. These are stop sign stickers where you put them on the stop signs when you, when you, when you're there, one is this one. Stop the climate catastrophe. So you put this under the stop sign, right? Stop eating animals. And I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> so I'm going to take these on the road. Hopefully I'll be able to put them on a stop sign pretty soon. I think that would be really fun. So there's that. Um, what else happened? Then um, I got to, so I had to take a driving training, which was a little bit, a little bit stupid because it's like, how many inches of water does it take to hydroplane a vehicle? How long, how long do you have to wait before you pass a vehicle on the left hand side? You know that type of stuff to make sure that I'm not going to kill myself on the road when I drive this box truck. And but they were, it was kind of cool because when I first started, I was a little bit nervous, and I'm a little older than everybody else. But honestly, they were like, man, it's so great that you have all this experience with cars and trucks, man. Most of the time, people don't know how to drive. We're super worried. And like we thought, you know, someone's going to die when they go out there. But we're so glad you're there. And then because I, I have kind of a head start on some of the issues, they made me the media contact. So if someone interviews someone for the television or like if there's any press, I'm supposed to be the person that does the talking points with them. So that's pretty cool, right? So they're like, you are the one who does that. And then um, there's three of us. There's me. So I'm the media guy. There's Joseph. He's the get shit done guy. He's like the cool guy with all the tattoos. And then, um, and then there's Justina. She is our admin and, and co-conspirator right so we're gonna take a big truck and a little honda fit and there's a the honda fit i've got i took video you'll see it hopefully tonight the honda fit has a picture of the cat with the with the machine in the in the cat's head it it's so brutal i'm gonna drive this goddamn all across the country and it says you know stop animal testing and um it and it's anti-animal testing all around the vehicle it looks so hardcore and whole oh crap it looks hardcore and it's in color normally you see that image in black and white the cat's face with the um the poor thing has a uh like a device in her head it's rough it's rough and so i took some video of that car I said those are the two vehicles we're taking across the country very exciting self-driving cars the future maybe we could put self-driving cars uh with messaging like that all around the country what do you think alpha Office? that'd be pretty cool yeah yeah money makes people do you're talking about joaquin phoenix yeah joaquin phoenix is a because he he's a contradictory yeah his moral values are not rigorous and full of contradictions totally believe you i totally agree yeah <laughs> you're good at talking well also like um there's weird things like I was talking about Gary Yarovsky last night and no one in the house knew who Gary Yarovsky was. And I was like, cause I was like, I'm going to be the next Gary Yarovsky. And everyone's like, I don't know who that is. And I was, uh, okay, well, we're going to watch the greatest speech right now. So we watched that last night <laughs> at the PETA house and that was pretty cool. And then, um, yeah, it's kind of funny. Cause I was like, what do you guys think about, you know, well, like with cosmic skeptic, no one knows who I'm talking about. And so it's kind of interesting because I've been so deep in this like YouTube vegan culture. I feel like everyone knows who vegan gains is and who lifting vegan logic is and all this shit. 
and they don't. You know, maybe I take those guys too seriously, especially like when they say stuff about veganism that I completely disagree with. And I'm like, you can't be saying that about, you know, maybe most vegans I know don't even know who those dudes are. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm wrong about that. I'm, I'm willing. Okay. I'm willing to say that. Yeah. Let me see. You celebrities, not animals. I like it. Thank you, Hannah Moon Vegan. Thank you for changing your name back. I didn't like calling you Hannah Moron Vegan. Hannah Moon Vegan. I like it. I like it way better, Hannah Moon Vegan. Um, natural Sky is extroverted. I don't really think I'm extroverted. I have acquired a skill to talk to people through hospitality management. I've worked in hospitality management for most of my life. I've acquired a skill. I actually do not feel energized by talking to lots and lots of people. That's not really um, my jam, but, uh, but I feel like I'm good at it. You know what I mean? I think that's a very different thing. I think I'm actually introverted. It's just that um, I'm good at faking being extroverted. I, I'm really good at faking it. Uh, I wish I didn't know who those assholes were, Deem Stars. That's kind of how I felt last night because like I started going off where like I'm going, yeah, well, Gary Yarovsky, we're talking about ALF and I was talking about Roger Yates and I was talking about, um, you know, Ronnie Lee and, uh, you know, Watson and, and freaking and Leslie Cross. And I was talking, oh, I met John Cross and he's Leslie Cross's son. And everyone's like, we don't know who those people are. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, well. Like, I know I take veganism more seriously than most people, so that's okay. I'm not throwing any shade on anyone who doesn't know who Donald Watson is. That's okay. But um, I don't know. I, it makes me feel like maybe I take it a little too seriously. I know I take veganism very seriously. Maybe I take it a little too seriously. Okay? Mea culpa. Mea culpa. <laughs> I think vegans are also living in bubbles. That's what I thought, Alpha Sophist, but I don't know that that's true right now because everyone I've met so far on this trip are not in the, I I'm in the bubble. I guess I'm in the bubble. I'm a bub I'm a bubbler. I'm a I'm bubbling. <laughs> yeah, you agree with me. Thank thank you. I'm glad. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, I did want to uh, mention, so Entice sent this thing where, um, speaking of speaking of bubble, have you guys met this guy? Have you guys heard about this guy? His name is Phil Deemers. He is a guy who, um, he became famous because he, they were killing the mother of a, no, there was, there, there was this walrus and this walrus was the mama walrus and something bad was happening to the mama walrus. And they took the baby away. And the baby walrus is, well, that's what happens, right? Um, walruses imprint kind of like little ducklings, right? And they imprinted, this this poor walrus imprinted on a man. And so the walrus thought that the man was her mom. And they became, the, the walrus followed him around. And it became a whole thing. He became the walrus whisperer. And he became an animal rights activist talking about not killing or um, enslaving walruses and whales and, and the like, marine animals mostly, in things like uh, like the blackfish thing, you know, like he's uh, he's against he's against using animals as um, entertainment. But the issue becomes interesting because he's like, uh, I'm um, 
Well, let me let me show you. Entice Entice has something to say about it. It's really interesting. Too. Oh, you're an animal abuser. Your violence and your cruelty. It runs your life, sucks you up like a hoover. At the slaughterhouse, you're the producer. You could call me the accuser. I'm so ferocious like a cougar. Animal liberation will be in the future. You could say that you're sick of me. I guess I'm your tumor. Cause I make you face your mirror. What you won't see, I'll make it clearer. You're disconnected, I'll push it nearer. You're not gonna silence her, I'll make you hear her. Bryce looks like he's 12 year old and posing in his undies on Instagram. He needs a block. Oh, does he? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Well, listen, I, 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 I'm trying to get away from blocking people. Do you support hunting? I do. Yeah, I do. I do support hunting. Okay. So uh, this is Entice's video. I highly recommend Entice. She just put it up um, earlier today or, or late last night. I highly recommend checking it out. If you don't already follow Entice, so nice. She is an incredible activist who lives in New York. I hope to be seeing her in um, about a month's time uh, on my on my PETA tour. Hopefully, I'll be able to see her in Ithaca, New York. Um, she's a great activist, and she started. She sent me this about demers now he supports hunting he supports eating steak he supports factory farming he supports all of these things he's a very bad dude but a lot of people think that he's an animal rights activist now later on in that video he's talking about you guys just don't like it because i'm a better animal rights activist than all you stupid vegans and um yeah, well, I, I think you could tell why I'd be pissed off by this charlatan and why he's pissing off other vegans is because he's an animal rights activist, but he's an animal murderer. Like, he hunts. He thinks it's cool to go shooting animal. He supports it. He does it. He hangs out with Joe Rogan and goes out and kills bears and shit. And then he eats cows. He eats pigs. He eats chickens. But he wants to save the walrus and the orcas. The, hy the hypocrisy is exactly where when, when we say, well, we should focus on activists, this guy's an activist. You could see where sometimes an activist is just as much a hypocrite as these celebrity vegans these or these celebrity activists like Pink, who's against fur but wears feathers, who's against, you know, against this but eats that. Like, Miley Cyrus. Is this guy any different than Miley Cyrus? I don't think so. And he is, he's got something like, I don't know, 100,000 subscribers on Instagram and, and another 100,000 on YouTube as an animal rights activist. Joe Rogan loves him because he's a, he's the right kind of animal rights activist, right? He wants to save the walruses because he made friends with one because he was, he got super famous because he was killing the mother of a walrus and the walrus thought that he was the new walrus's mama and the walrus wouldn't leave him alone in fact when he would leave the walrus's side the poor baby walrus would get stressed and get covered in sores and and have psychological damage because walruses are herd animals and they want to be they're very social and they shouldn't be in zoo situations and he's like crying oh my poor walrus pet Wal walruses are not supposed to be pets they're not supposed to be anywhere near human beings. They're supposed to be left alone to their own lives because they're individuals who have rights on their own. They're, they're not supposed to be, we're not supposed to be making money off of them. And the fact that he gets that because he had a walrus pet, but still wants to eat animals should make everyone else as sick as it does me. Yeah. I don't know what animal rights means. Well, 
it means they have the rights to life and then negative rights don't they they have they have the right not to be tortured they have the right not to be killed basically an extension of basic human rights which is life liberty and the pursuit of happiness right they do want they're the right to be free they have a right to their lives and they have the right to to meet their own ends with their own decisions just like we do or should or should the world's full of hypocrisy fair enough fair enough He's a nasty fuck animal abuser. Right. He's an animal abuser. Exactly right. And it pisses me off. <clears throat> Animals are a deontological right. Mm. Deontologically speaking, they deserve respect. And we have a duty to basically leave them alone. Yep. Being friends with Joe Rogan is a red flag. Indeed. You're absolutely right. Being Joe Rogan's friend is a red flag. <laughs> you're, you're right about that. Um, the other thing I wanted to share was uh, this today came out. I think it's interesting. Breaking news right now. A former Proud Boys leader sentenced for his role in the Capitol riot. And Nicole is in our newsroom with the very latest on this developing story. Denise and Christie, a federal judge handing down the sentence to Enrique Tarrio, 22 years in prison for seditious conspiracy in 22 years in prison for seditious conspiracy he wasn't even at the january 6 riots uh, but he did plan most of it and so now he got 22 years a record-breaking sentence for sedition and conspiracy seditious conspiracy um, of course, this guy Torres has been a problem for a long time. He is, uh, you know, head of the Proud Boys. What do you want to say? He's a t-shirt salesman who got too big for his britches and decided to try to overthrow the government. Um, it's kind of a scary thing. He's got the his shirt right where he's where he, in this picture is Kyle. Uh, what was that guy, that, that kid who shot those two um, activists during Black Lives Matter, Kyle something? Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse. His shirt says Kyle Rittenhouse did nothing wrong. Um, that was the, he made money selling shirts like that. Um, anti, basically, he's just a fascist. And now he's going to jail for 22 years. He'll be in his 70s, uh, or at least 60-something when, uh, when he gets out. With stuff like that happening, how do you think, what do you think is going to happen to Donald Trump? This, Donald, this guy was Donald Trump's boy, right? Stand back and prepare, proud boys, or whatever you say. Stand back, stand down. No, he didn't say, he wouldn't tell him to stand down, right? Stand stand ready. Yeah, tit and mouse, exactly. Serves him right. Trump's going to prison. We'll see. Maybe we will. Who are you talking about? Um, if I'm pickle twitch, I think you were, I was talking about Phil Deemers a second ago is who, who I think you're talking about the walrus whisperer who wants to free all the whales and walruses, but, uh, wants to kill all the cows, chickens, and pigs and, um, and, and loves hunting. So the guy is, but he thinks he's the best animal rights activist of all time. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. He's going to be king of the Nazis in prison. <laughs> Shit, he might be. See, this is where I think maybe maybe America needs a Spandau prison, you know? I wonder where he'll go. Will he go? He'll be king of the Nazis there? Probably. Well, the thing that scares me, too, is that if, if Trump wins the election, won't he just pardon? Won't he just pardon this guy? He said he's already said he'll pardon all of the January 6th rioters. So... If Donald Trump wins the election, this guy goes free. 
Think about that. Think about that. When you're when we when we talk about Donald Trump, think about that. He's already said he will pardon everyone who was involved in the January 6th riots. So there you go. Um, I want to talk about the. You guys saw this 61 indicted on racketeering charges. So Rico in the stop cop city, they're arresting um, activists now in Georgia. The devil went down to Georgia. Cop city was where they were going to make a military paramilitary thing out in the forest, tear down all the forest and make a, a cop city where they can learn how to, you know, wage urban warfare in uh in a controlled setting so that the cops can get super military like and activists sought to stop that it um, ended up in some violence and some vandalism and now they had just indicted 61 people on rico charges 61 racketeering and intent of conspiracy i forget what rico stands for right uh conspiracy organizations is that what it stands for it's how they broke up the mafia and so this is also an interesting development. If this is how they're going to treat activists trying to exercise their First Amendment rights and that involve a little bit of vandalism, nothing has happened that would be indicative of a of a um, criminal conspiracy. And yet 61 people have been indicted for speaking up and saying, stop cop city. They called them militant, the defendants, the, uh, the attorney general called them militant anarchists who supported a violent movement that prosecutors traced to widespread 2020 racial justice protests. Anti-racketeering law known as RICO, the Fulton County prosecutor used the statute to charge former Donald Trump and 18 other defendants. So they're using RICO now to prosecute activists. Very interesting situation so we'll see what happens there i'm very scared of uh criminal conspiracy charges being brought up against activists who are trying to just exercise their first amendment right we'll see this will set precedent we'll see what happens here because uh the stop cop the stop cop city movement i don't think was the same thing as um trying to take down the federal government but we'll see we'll see how the how it all pans out i'm very curious to find out what happens um today in history we have uh the the first piggly wiggly opened <coughs> the first piggly wiggly opened today and it was the first supermarket and people are like what do you mean the first first supermarket up until the piggly wiggly came out the supermarkets like markets where you went up to a counter and you're like i'll have one of those please sir and one of those and they serve people one at a time in like a dry goods market like in a cowboy movie this guy the very first one the piggly wiggly market was opened by clarence saunders in um in Memphis, Tennessee, and you see how they like they can go up and down the aisles and pick up their own shit and then go to the then they go to the counters and they check out with a cash register. Yeah, they, this guy invented that shit. Kind of crazy, right? First one ever. I think that's pretty neat. How do you feel about it? <laughs> what do you think about it? Do you think it's cool? First supermarket. I don't know. The Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
the other things that happened today. I'm going to skip a lot of the history stuff, but Lestrada came out. Lestrada was funny because Jess is watching right now. He called he, Lestrada is one of my favorite is Federico Fellini's movie. It came out today in the Venice Film Festival. If you haven't seen it, you totally should. It's starring Anthony Quinn. Federico Fellini movie, La Strada. It's one of my favorite all-time movies. Came out today. Um, pretty rad. If you haven't seen it, you should. You should definitely see it. You'll It'll change your life, maybe. You never know. Movies change people's lives. Uh, <laughs> we have a couple people here, but uh, John Dalton figured out that uh, it's his birthday today. John Dalton figured out that atoms were different sizes. That's kind of cool. Before then, they didn't know what atoms were. They Once they found out what they were, they thought that they were all just solid little pieces of matter. Turns out they weren't, but he was the first guy to say different atoms are different weights and sizes. John Dalton, pretty, pretty neat. Lafayette, it's his birthday today. Lafayette, of course, won the uh, American... Uh, the American Revolutionary War for us. He was a Frenchman. He's a general in our army. There's Lafayette ports. There's You see Lafayette, the name, especially down in like New Orleans. But the word Lafayette is all over America. Lafayette Street. You see it and hear it all the time. Well, this guy is why. He won all of the decisive battles for the American Revolution, went back to uh, to France, and he started a revolution there, came back here, traveled all 24 states, he um he was offered to be he was offered a dictatorship of France. He said, No, I don't believe in dictators. Remember that when people used to be offered dictatorships? <laughs> this is how much things have changed. People used to be offered dictatorships and they said no. Washington was offered a kingship and he said no. Now we have presidents who want to be kings. So Things change. You tell me nothing changes, vegans. Things change a lot. And Joseph P. Kennedy, it's Joe, it's Joe Kennedy's birthday today. Joseph Kennedy, one of the great, the great criminals of our time. Um, he was the president's father. He was RFK's dad. He was JFK's dad, and he was Ted Kennedy's father. His three sons all ended up in politics. Before that, he was basically a gangster. He became one of America's first uber millionaires, one of the richest men in America. He survived the Great Depression because he made good investments, bootlegger, all sorts of really nasty things. And yet, um, yeah, he 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 has a legacy. If you read his biography, according to this website, they'll say nothing but glowing, wonderful things about him because he's the father of JFK. What are you going to do? His mafia ties might have been what got got JFK killed. You never know. Dolores Reardon died. She was the head of the Cranberries. Roger Waters is still alive somehow. He's 80 years old. He was he was member of the uh, Pink Floyd. Jane Curtin was on uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Idris Alba is a famous actor. He's 51 today. And um, you know what? They used, to, they used to were saying, they used to say that Idris Elba would be the first black 007. I thought that'd be so cool. Um, Sylvester James Jr., a great trumpet player, incredible jazz player. He um, died of AIDS in 88 during the huge epidemic, the first Fauci failure, the Fauci failure of the AIDS epidemic. So Fauci, you know, spends his whole life trying to fight viruses. I guess we'll when he's when he's dead, we'll all have to decide what his legacy will be. But um, I don't know, Fauci. A lot of people died under his watch. That's for damn sure. Yeah. 
early gang. Exactly. Exactly. American is really dumb to arm their civilians with guns. America's asking for a coup. <laughs> That's kind of our thing, though. Haven't you heard? That's the whole point of the guns. That's the point of the guns, Alpha Sophist, is that we're all supposed to be in charge of our own of our own government. I used to have to go to Piggly Wiggly to buy concert tickets. They still have Piggly Wigglies, right? People don't realize it's the first supermarket in history. They invented the idea. And there's still Piggly Wigglies out here on the East Coast. Yeah, funny, huh? Down here in the South. I'm in, Vir I'm in Virginia right now, so I might see a Piggly Wiggly. They're still, they have them here. Political philosophy is without its demerits. Let it be dictatorship or democracy. Hmm. How was the first day on the job? Did I miss the recap? You did, but luckily you'll still be able to watch it. Uh, the recap, it was a great first day. I'm really looking forward to my second day. We're going to talk more about the talking points and um, more focused on the actual activism part. Yesterday was more of an HR day, but it was super fun going to the PETA headquarters. And I also saw the boat. I'm like, what's the boat for? And they're like, oh, we went down to Texas during the floods and we rescued animals out of people's homes that were abandoned with that boat. Yeah, with that boat. And I thought, hell yeah, it's so cool. That was really cool. Other countries have guns, but they don't. They have limited checks on what kind of weapons people can have, what can be used for them. True. Or they have background checks. That would work too. Anyway, no vegan birthdays today. Let's see if anybody died today who was vegan. Akira Kurosawa, Tom Fogarty was Creedence Clearwater, Akira Kurosawa, directed Throne of Blood, and Harry Carey, great, dire great director of Japanese films. He was a big Shakespeare fan. Luciano Pavarotti, obviously not vegan. Burt Reynolds, obviously not vegan. Abdul Qadir, not vegan. Robert Mugabe, um, <laughs> human rights violator, not vegan. So basically uh, a, a bunch of criminals, although Burt Reynolds played Smokey and Smokey and the Bandit. No, he was he was the bandit. He was the bandit and Smokey and the Bandit. I always loved that movie. Eastbound and down. Smokey and Bandit's a fun movie. <laughs> yeah, it's such a funny movie. Like the guy's got to drive. I want Coors and they don't sell Coors in my state. So I need you to drive to Colorado, pick up some Coors and bring it back to Florida for me. What a movie. And it's a it's against the laws, the whole movie. So anyway, he's oh, Bob Barker. There's a Bob Barker building. The 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 building in um I didn't know this, but the PETA building in Los Angeles is called the Bob Barker building. Who knew? I had no idea that that's, they named their building after them. Anyway, I hope you guys have a much better day than Robert Mugabe because um he died today. So I hope you guys have a better day than he did. You guys have probably heard that factory farming is putting animals and the planet at risk everywhere. So there's this new study that says factory farming is killing us all. Um, I read it this morning on Veg News. Yeah, it's hard to believe that we have another article pointing to, yes, factory farming <laughs> is killing the fucking planet. What do you know? Do you like the planet? So here's the thing. You should eat as many animals as you think would be okay, judging on how much you think we need the planet. If you think the planet is important, then you should be eating zero animals. <laughs> if you think the planet is um, 
we don't need it to live and you're crazy because you think we're going to Mars, then you should be eating animals. <laughs> it's just like, I'm an animal rights guy. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm an environmentalist, sure, but I don't, I don't think you should stop eating animals because the environment. But if you're eating animals and you give a shit about the environment, you've got some real soul searching to do. You got to look into a mirror and figure out that you are completely off your rocker. If you think eating animals is okay and that we also need to keep the planet a good place to live, you're, you've gone nuts. You've gone crazy. So if you think the animal, if you think, if you think the planet is worth saving, then stop killing animals that's it that's plain as day but here's another article in case you guys want to read it i read it for you this morning but i don't really need to go that into it because it's really fucking obvious oh my god jordan jordan thank you so much for that i appreciate you so much jordan vegan usa you just woke up well i'm glad you're here my friend i'm glad you're here vegan ff my vegan friend forever Thank you so much for that. I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, Smash Mouth died yesterday. That's true, Deem Stars. He died yesterday. We talked about him on the on yesterday's show for sure. Thank you so much, Jordan. You're the man. Thank you. Animal, animal farming is killing the planet. Exactly. It's not. It doesn't take a genius to figure this out. And yet there are so many morons that get into my, uh, like, I'm so sick. I've got a huge, for some reason, crop deaths is a big one again this week. So every single comment I get on my videos is about crop deaths. Uh, you do know that uh, they kill uh, like mice when uh, they kill, when you eat grain. Oh, my fucking God. Animals eat grain. Almost 90% of all of the plants that we grow on planet Earth are to feed to slave animals. So if you care about killing mice in the grain fields, stop eating animals. <laughs> That's it. Jordan, you're the man. Thank you. You love my work. I love you. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm hoping to bring a lot more work coming your way, my friend, because we are going on tour. Have you heard about the tour? I'm on the PETA tour, and I am going on tour all fucking all, for the rest of the fall, man, 90 days long. We're going to be going to every college that I can find that's got an animal in it, and we're going to try to, we're going to, try to liberate those animals through education, which I think it can work. I think it could work. Yeah, I'm excited. Crop deaths is cliche for us, but I thought the stuff that I think is cliche, people still haven't heard. So I'm still doing it. I have so much so much of that crap. Oh no, I, I missed so much of this already. How is PETA going? Recap is in the beginning. I'm sorry, Nolo, Maracha, Steven. You, you got to go back to the beginning. I gave a whole recap, but I'm also, I also took a lot of video. So we're going to stitch together. I have to edit a video that will be released hopefully tonight. So with any luck, we'll have that happening. Thank you. Am I coming to Minnesota? I think I'm driving through Minnesota. I'm not sure, but I will be up in the North side. I'm going through Michigan. I don't know. I don't know about Minnesota. I don't have the solid itinerary just yet, so I don't know exactly. I don't have all the answers yet where I'm going. I know like the next month, but I don't know about the rest. Thank you so much. You're amazing, Jordan. Thank you so much for hooking me up, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. 
for every soybean you eat 10,000 mice are killed. Yeah. Yeah, mice crop test though. <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah, exactly. Looking forward to the video. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, I, the video has got some really cool things inside of the PETA building and the PETA trucks and um, the PETA house. So I'm really excited. Uh, I'm going to edit. I'm oh, Fuck, man. I'm, I'm hopefully going to edit it today. I didn't have time yesterday, but I think today I'll be able to come here and I'll be able to spend some time with my computer and edit the video together. But we took some good some good footage and um I mean I'm super excited. It'll be it'll be good, I think. Jordan, yay! <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks guys. Thank you. Oh yes, we should definitely refute crop stats. I'm just saying it's such a cliche for carnies. I know it's a cliche. It's ridiculous. It's hard to believe. We were all laughing about it because I was we were sitting in the office and I'd finished the the training course thing. And I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, uh, crop deaths arguments on my on my YouTube. And everyone's we just started laughing. Like, don't you know? Like the smugness. Uh you do you do know that that uh ten thousand crickets are killed for every fava bean that you ingest, you you stupid vegan. <laughs> and it's like the smugness, the smugness about this. And they're so fucking stupid and yet the smugness kills me. That smug carny bastards, they're bloody mouth fools. All right. <laughs> uh Jackie Boyle, you did, because we're about 10 minutes away from the end. We're gonna do uh, just a little bit more and get out of here. I'm sorry. We got the word of the day, though. We already did today in history, and we're gonna do the word of the day, which is next. And it's a weird one, and one that I didn't know. We finally got to a word that I didn't know. So I'm pretty excited about that. As an English major, I'm really excited. Merriam-Webster came came correct with pareidolia. 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 Crop desto is the worst. Crop desto. It's not as bad as bacon though, right? Bacon though is the worst one ever. Bacon does bacon though is the worst one. Crop deaths, at least, like it's, it's, at least it's, at least they're thinking about killing animals is wrong. Now, remember, what they're trying to do is say you're a hypocrite because you think killing his animals is wrong. I also think animals kill, killing animals is wrong. I kill fewer animals than you because you're vegan. So you see, like, at least, at least they're already thinking about killing animals is wrong. At least they're thinking about where their food comes from. They're thinking about agriculture, industrialized agriculture. All you have to really do is say industrialized agriculture exists because of animal agriculture. We could we could all be shopping at farmers markets. <laughs> like vegans literally could go to a farmers market and live off of that. Like when Piers Morgan talks about avocados, I'm always like, dude, I got avocados at my fucking farmers market. They're not exploiting bees. They got random insects doing it. Like I'm sorry, they're not. They're, what 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 he says isn't true for everyone. Oh, avocados and almonds. Although I, di I didn't eat the almonds on the airplane coming over here because I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every ground school, every mouse, every toad. Yeah. <laughs> lions is the worst one. Yeah. Lions. What are you going to tell all the other animals? Yeah. Totally. I totally exist. 
Yeah. Oh, Hitler was a vegetarian, though. That's a bad one. <laughs> Hitler didn't smoke either. So all non-smokers are Nazis now. Just to, just to let you know, from now on. Also, Hitler loved the Olympics. So if you love the Olympics, you're a Nazi. It's just such a ridiculous thing. Pareidolia, pareidolia, a new word for me, refers to the tendency to perceive a specific and often meaningful image in a random or ambiguous visual fashion. So like a face could be pareidolia. For those especially prone to pareidolia, a simple piece of toast can get distraction. Yet like when you see meaning in things that maybe shouldn't, but we do have a key to interpersonal interactions is the ability to read facial expressions, which is why we are hardwired to recognize faces and often believe to see them even in random objects. This is called face pareidolia. Just as with faces, recognizing social dynamics is largely innate and effortless. See, I think that that would be like pareidolia would be like a conspiracy theorist coming up with QAnon shit out of random patterns that they've invented, right? It could be real, but pareidolia is something that human beings are really good at. We just start making patterns out of shit. We start seeing patterns everywhere we go because we're hardwired to always be looking for patterns. And pattern recognition is almost what every skill is based on. If you're good at chess, it's because you get to use to these certain patterns. If you're good at Quirtle or some stupid game. It's because you get good at recognizing those patterns. Good at playing guitar. You're getting good at recognizing those patterns. Pareidolia. Pareidolia. It's a good word. I, I don't know how I'm going to use it in my activism, but I really want to. I think it's going to be fun to find out. If you've ever seen an image of a dog or a shoe in the clouds, you've exhibited what's called pareidolia. Oh, yeah. I guess looking at clouds, right? The tendency to perceive a meaningful image in a random pattern. Pareidolia emerged in English in 1962, borrowed from the German word pareidolie. Pareidolie. Hmm. Itself a combination of the Greek prefix par and a dolone image or reflection and the German suffix IEE. But although the word may be relatively new to English speakers, that is new, 1962, that's a hell of a new word. The concept is not. During the Renaissance, for example, artists such as Giuseppe Archimboldo, who painted collections of fruits, vegetables, and other objects to look for, like human portraits, used pareidolia as technique in their work. I remember them. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. With while Leonardo da Vinci once wrote, if you look at any walls spotted with various stains or with a mixture of different kinds of stones, if you are about to invent some scene, you will be able to see in it a resemblance to various different landscapes adorned with mountains, rivers, rocks, trees, plains, wide valleys, and various groups of hills. So the next time you see the man or even a toad in the moon, you can think of your kinship with da Vinci. Oh, that's pretty cool, right? I like that. Pareidolia, a fleeting moment of pareidolia. I love it. I love it. It's 2023. Stop eating animals. Of course. Of course. Stop using animals. At least vegans don't use um, gas chambers. The thing is, the truth is, 
it's not just about eating animals, about enslaving them, right? If you're breeding animals, don't use animals. It's three words that I live by. Don't use animals. It's very easy. And at the end of the day, when, uh, when a mouse is killed by accident on a farm by a carny farmer, because if it were a vegan farmer, I think we would try to take extra steps to not kill the mouse, right? I think all vegans agree that if it were a vegan farmer, they'd probably take a couple extra steps to hopefully not kill the mouse. But you, there's only certain reasonable steps you can take. But at least you're not taking the mouse, raping her, making sure she has babies, taking the babies, milking the mouse, killing that mouse, killing all the babies of those mice. Like, that is the problem. It's the enslavement, the use of the animals, exploitation. We're going to kill some wild animals just living. Should we take steps to avoid it? Of course we should. That's why we have the animal, like the, um, the, the Endangered Species Act and the EPA. Those are what we're, those are the measures that we're supposed to be taking in order to ensure that we're not just killing wholesale all the animals every time we build a house or a dam or something that we need for our own human progress. But that's totally different. Motive matters. Just because I hit a car, I hit a pedestrian by accident with my car does not justify the slavery of other humans, does it? Oh, well, you killed an animal, you killed somebody with your car, you know, 300 people uh, a day. Die. It's 36,000 people. I read this yesterday because I took driver's training yesterday. 36,000 people died in America last year. 36,000. That's almost 36,000 people died in America on the roads yet last year by accident. Does that mean that slavery is okay? Of course not. It's the same thing. Motive matters. If you're killing people intentionally or if you're accidentally killing them on the road, those are two different things. You see? A truck driver might run over a cat. It's a lot different than stealing a cat, raping her, stealing her babies, killing her. Like That's a very different scenario. Will Karina be able to join you on tour? No, she will not, but I'll be joining her at the end of the month on a little trip. That's what I meant. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Don't use animals. Thank you, Jordan. You're amazing. Mouse milk is good, though. <laughs> Yeah, I kill far too many on my roads in USA. Well, we got a lot of roads, so we got a lot of, we're a big country. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? We're a big, big country. All right, so that's your word of the day, peridolia. I hope you guys are able to use it with some uh, with some alacrity and uh, with your activism. I think that'd be so rad. Uh, you guys heard about this, this vegan brand launching smoked salmon today. Do you guys, are you guys interested in this stuff? Like, I keep on thinking... Maybe I've been vegan too long because like this does not excite me at all. Um, of course, plant-based news is rad and they're doing this. Vegan brand launches smoked salmon. People get excited about it in the UK. Vegan squeaky bean smoked salmon. Here they are like on a bagel and lox situation. Do you guys like this stuff? This vegan fish? Where can you buy it? You can buy it at uh, Vivera. Where, what is this? Hap I don't even know. UK supermarkets can it's a, this happy brand calamari and shrimp is this something that people want I'm, I'm a little confused I would love to know your guys's input because demand for plant-based fish is growing it's news to me I didn't know that that is something that people missed about I know that's something that you guys were missing 
sometimes I feel like I'm really inside the vegan echo chamber. I'm really inside the bubble. And other times I feel like I am completely out of the loop. Is this something that we're doing vegans? Is this is what we need is uh, vegan smoked salmon? If it is awesome. I hope that we, I hope that you guys get everything you need. That didn't work. My, my lighting is going to be a challenge on this trip. I can already tell as the sun came up, as the sun came up, it got a little brighter behind me. So I'm getting kind of weird looking. Sorry. Um, fish smells like shit to me now. I totally agree. Deem stars. I don't know why people like it. Jordan's sick of trolls. Well, yeah. How long you been vegan, Jordan? You're going to get more of them, my friend. My friend, you're going to have a lot of trolls in your life. That's all there is. Overpriced, someone says. There would be, where would we uh, get our calcium without mouse milk? <laughs> what about B12? Is there B12 in, in mouse milk? I don't know. I tried vegan smoked salmon. wasn't very good. I don't think normal smokes, like normal dead animals was very good. I don't remember eating a lot of smoked salmon when I was not vegan, but I've been vegan for a really long time. But man, is that something that, is this something, I'm lost. I didn't know that this was the thing that we were doing. Gagged in disgust. Every time, so my mom, when I was getting my mom to go vegan, her boyfriend kept on eating fish. And so they went to the fish market and got some fish and they left it on the counter for like 20 minutes and worms started crawling out of the fish, parasites. And it was, it, it was like a filet of some kind. And they tell me the story. I'm going, guys, how are you thinking? So they both stopped eating fish because of that. That's what got you to, that's what got you to stop eating fish. I was so mad. I was so mad because I was like, go vegan, go vegan, go vegan, go vegan. My boyfriend eats fish and, you know, I'm trying. But when they found out all the worms were crawling out of their fish, that's when they wanted to stop. It made me so mad. It made me so mad. Just use carrots and make your own smoked salmon. Yeah, right? My mom buys vegan fish stuff. Your mom buys the vegan fish stuff? Does she like it? I guess she must like it if she's buying it. I didn't know that we were all into vegan fish. Uh, cod worms are pretty common. Yeah, parasites in the sea, they're common. I mean, they're wild animals. Wild animals have parasites in them. I don't know why people are surprised by this. Tofu worms are the worst. <laughs> Tofu worms in my mom. Your mom too? Yeah. That would piss me off. I was pissed. Yeah, I was totally pissed because it was really difficult for me to, to be like, my mom was rescuing greyhounds and I, I, you know, maybe if she went vegan earlier, if she went vegan earlier, maybe she would have, I mean, she died of a heart attack, a really unexpected heart attack. Who knows? I don't know, man. Sometimes if she went vegan early, she might be still with me. You know, I might still have a mom right now. I thought she would, I thought she would have lived another 20 years. That's how it goes. Your mother is vegan. I'm happy for you. That's really rad. Well, Jordan, how old is she? I mean, I hope that she lives a really long time, my friend. I really do because uh, veganism is, um, it does help with that. And, you know, my um, my father and um, other people in my family, they start, the ones who make it, they get really old. They start losing their mind. That's like my biggest fear is getting old and then stop 
not being able to keep up, you know, that scares the shit out of me, guys. That's like the scariest thing. But they say that veganism really helps with that too, with dementia and Alzheimer's. So I'm really hoping that's true because if I live too long, because, okay, if I die, that's fine. But if I live for a long time and it's because of veganism, I'm going to be pissed if I start going cuckoo because because I'm losing my mind. That would that would upset me very much. I'd be angry. I'll be angry about not killing animals. Just joking. All the way from Galway. Paul Campbell's here. Thank you, Mr. Galway. You watch all the replay. I'm sorry, guys. The the live stream. I'm not able to have like a stead uh, like the same time every day for now. I'm hoping we'll get into a groove as we go, and I'll be able to have the same time every day. So if you bear with me and you just stick it out for a little while, I promise you we'll get back into a schedule that where we can all meet and be here at the same time. Um, I love you, VFFs. Uh, you've made my dream come true. So thank you so, so much. Um, and a special thanks to the Patreon subscribers and um, and our um, our channel members. And Jordan, who's funding this whole stream. Thank you. She's almost 50. So sorry to hear about my mom. Yeah, my mom died two years ago. And um, it changed my life. And, um, you know, the, the pandemic took a lot out of everybody, right? It was... The, the pandemic was very, very hard on me and, but it changed my life. I hope for the better. It made me a stronger activist and I'm very much, um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Alzheimer's is caused by the same bacteria as mad cow disease. That's, and they also say the plaque in your, in your neuro network, your positronic, your positronic matrix. <laughs> All right. Last but not least today, guys, uh, let's do our affirmation. Huh? Today's affirmation. Let's find out what it is. Today's daily affirmation for vegans only. If you're carny, please don't stick around. This affirmation is not for you. This is for vegans only because vegans are the only people actually trying to make the world a better place, thinking that we all have rights and standing up for justice and justice for everyone. If you believe in justice for all, stick around. And if you're not vegan yet, you should go vegan. But if you're carny and your body is full of dead animals, please, well, just fuck off because I don't want you around. It's empowering to keep choosing happiness. It is empowering to keep choosing happiness. You know, your habit, it's a habit forming thing, right? The more you choose happiness, the more you get happiness. Isn't that weird? The choose happiness part. I can feel powerful by feeling good. Yeah, I do feel powerful when I feel good. It's empowering to take responsibility for my life. I can, I can do, have, be, I can do, have, be, or feel whatever I want. I can do, have, be, or feel whatever I want. Nothing feels better than being in my power. Man, nothing feels better than being in your power, vegans. And your superpower is empathy and your, and your adherence to the ideas of justice and freedom. That's what I like about vegans is that they believe in freedom and justice and liberty for all, you know? So thanks for hanging out with me today. I really do. It's so true. You're so powerful. You do. I choose happiness. Let's go. I love it. Jordan, that's so true. It is. You can be whatever you want. I, you know, you can be whoever you endeavor to be. And why would you endeavor to be some 
corpse muncher? Why would you endeavor to be someone who hurts others? Why would you endeavor to be somebody that murders, rapes, and tortures others when you could choose to be vegan? Endeavor to fight for the rights of others and to stand up for liberty, freedom, justice, for what's right, you know? Stand up against oppression. Thanks. Yeah. Today, uh, sorry, yesterday, I wanted to show you guys something else. It was a, it was something, hold on. Did you guys just see my butt crack when I, when I, there was something in my, I got this one, more stickers, lots of stickers. I got lots of stickers yesterday. But there was something. Damn. There was something immediately on my desk that said, like, oh. Look at this. It says no ableism, ageism, classism, no homophobia, no racism, no sexism, no speciesism, no transphobia, no xenophobia, and all oppression. PETA. What do you think about that? What do you think about that, Gary Francione? What do you think about all those people talking shit about vegans, you know? End all oppression. That's what we're talking about. This is the bookmark that they gave me when I sat down and I knew I was in the right place. You know what I'm saying? All of my, all of my fears, all of my apprehension, anything that I felt about, um, about PETA, I feel a lot better today uh, after, after having gone through it yesterday with them. And um, my hopes are really high. So thank you. Yeah, it's not a sticker. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bookmark because they gave me a lot of books. <laughs> they gave me a lot of books. Luckily, I'm a reader. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you. I, I'm going to try to put a lot of content on the Patreon and the member uh, and the channel memberships as we do the tour. Uh, Today is the second day of orientation, but um, I'll be a week in Virginia. I'm sorry, in Norfolk doing the um, orientation. And then it's on the road driving to California in a truck that looks like a UFO. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Uh, I can't wait to share it with you guys. Yeah. Thank you. I searched images um, for speciesism recently, and those images all came up in the results. Really? Very cool, Nilf. You know, I loved it. Talk to, like, abolition is everything they were talking about. They were talking about language. They were talking about anti-oppression. And guys, like, I heard that... PETA was changing their language to be more hardcore like that. And I'm all about it. I'm an animal rights person. I'm an abolitionist. I'm not a welfareist. Stick around. Uh, if you if you don't know me yet, if you're new to the channel, <laughs> you'll hear me say a lot about this. So thank you. And hashtag end speciesism. Nilf, love you, man. Thank you so much for being here. Interesting to see how your first day at school went. Yeah, it was cool. And I can't wait to edit some of the things so you can see more about what I'm talking about. And I'm really excited to share that with you guys. I, I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about you and all the VFFs all day long while I'm doing that. You have a fellow vegan in your class. That's rad. Congratulations, Jordan. I'm so happy for you, man. Seriously. Thank you. 
I'm so glad. It's really important to always have vegans around you. You know what I'm saying? It's really important. So thank you for, I'm so glad for you. It's so important to have that. And um, I, I really feel bad when people don't have that, you know, they don't have that for themselves. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough out there. Let me tell you. Hmm. All right. Also, I have a new shirt coming out on the on the channel today on the on veganofcourse.net. A new shirt will come out today. It says it says don't use animals. I've been meaning to make that shirt for a long time. I made it last night. So that'll be available on veganofcourse.net today, probably right after this is done before I go to work. So, guys, vegans, you beautiful, wonderful vegans. Hashtag speciesism for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, like the way Matt, Matt Brown has worked for PETA for a long time. And he says that behind closed doors, they always were talking like that. And now they're saying in their front, they're trying to push that agenda more. Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. We'll see. We'll see. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you so much for your patronage. I appreciate you so much. I really do. I really, really do. Simple shirts are the way to go. That's what I know. You told me that. You're the one who told me that. You're the one who said that. So I decided that was the next shirt I was going to make and I made it. So it'll be out today. So thank you guys. Thank you, Jordan. All right. Um, that's it. We did the affirmation. We did everything. This was the pre-shift. We went a little bit over, but that's okay. I got to go anyway. <laughs> I got to leave pretty soon guys. Um, thank you. I'll see you. Hopefully I'll have a video out tonight and the shirt will be out tonight and that's it. Thank you for being here for the live stream. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you. And, um, is there anything else? That's it. This is a channel for vegans. Thanks. It's so hard to not abuse animals. This is a shot of all vegans. This is a shot of all You know, I will say I'm I re I'm regretting immediately not having brought my guitar on this trip. I feel like I should have brought my guitar. I think we could have made room for a guitar and had a guitar on the road. What makes a road trip across America better than having an acoustic guitar with you so you can have sing-alongs, right? But um, I didn't take the guitar. It's kind of a bummer. I think we could have had some pretty cool videos of vegans singing songs together on the road, on road tripping, you know, that would have been cool. And I miss playing it. I feel like I feel really bad not playing guitar every day. It's, it's, it's killing my brain anyway. Um, yeah, I'll see you guys later. Illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down because I need you. The animals need you. We need each other. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Stay resilient and try to use pareidolia in, a, in your activism today. <laughs> Stay strong, vegans. I love you guys and I, I miss you a lot. Thank you.